0: Done its part. I
1: let him reign in my life in my heart. Love is done its part. Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find his hope, his grace, his healing, and ultimately his love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions.
2: Good evening and welcome. We're glad you're here tonight and we're just uh, excited to be here on this uh, beautiful Palm Sunday. The weather is beautiful out and we've gotten to enjoy it. How are you tonight, Shay? I'm with my beautiful wife.
0: I am doing great.
2: We are back here in the studio, and we're glad to be here. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And tonight, we are going to be looking at talking about forgiveness and all of the ins and outs of forgiveness. And maybe you're listening in, and you are starting to think about people in your life that you've either had to forgive or whom have had to forgive you. And just the process of forgiveness. And we're here to really process and walk through offering some really real answers to life's tough questions about forgiveness. Because on the surface, forgiveness doesn't seem so hard. But it is a little more difficult if you really look at it and if you go deep. Shay and I are about going deeper than just living on the surface, because we believe the abundant life that Christ offers us is going deep. It is finding more about him and more about what he calls us to do than just living in the what's, what do we do, the what ifs, the rules, the regulations. It's going past the law into the, excuse me, into the fulfillment of the law, which is the grace that Christ offered and true healing. And that's what we want. Is We want true healing. We want all of us to heal to places where we don't carry any of this junk with us anymore. Amen. So we're just glad you're here. And we are excited to talk about this topic. And I'm going to pray first. Father, we just thank you that you give us peace. I just pray for peace over this place. And that you just take us tonight to the places of hope. And healing. And Father, anyone listening out there who's struggling with forgiveness, I just pray that you take them to the places that they need to go. Because forgiveness can be that thing sometimes, Jesus, that, that seems like it's complete, but sometimes we have to go back to it. And you, Father, are the one who knows most about it. And you've given us some guidelines of what to do to forgive. And so I just pray, Jesus, that you'd help us to go to the places of forgiveness tonight and help us to be that for the people who are listening. Just help us to be that 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 wisdom to offer your words. May they not be ours. May they be absolutely yours. And we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, we are glad to be here, and we're thankful that you are listening. We are a call-in show And our number locally is 210-340-9585, and we'd love to hear from you. Additionally, if you have any questions or or comments that you'd like to just give us individually and you don't really care to call in, you're welcome to visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com, and you can email us at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Well, and I'm just going to kind of jump right in here and I'm going to throw out a question
2: for you. Go for it.
0: You know, a lot of times when I talk to folks and I think you've probably also heard heard this and probably a lot of you out there have also heard this is that you know, I've forgiven. I've forgiven so and so blank. You fill in the blank. But I haven't forgotten. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts?
2: Well, it is I think that's an interesting an interesting statement to make. Because as as you look at forgiveness, those words alone contradict one another, mm-hmm. I believe, in relation to what Christ really calls us to do in forgiveness. Because he absolutely calls us to forgive and to forget. Because he does. He forgives and he forgets. He throws our sin into the sea of forgetfulness. He throws our sin as far as the east is to the west. And I think if we really start looking at that statement, which I've heard, you know, it can be it can be prettied up a little bit. Some people have said, oh, I, I, I've definitely forgiven my husband or I've definitely forgiven my wife or I've definitely forgiven uh, so-and-so at work but I'll never forget how they hurt me. And I get that. I understand that you may have hurts still, but I think God's best is, is to work deeper until those hurts aren't the, the things you think about first. Because he does understand our hurts and we can be hurt by people. <laughs> I mean, that's the interesting, that's the interesting part of the the journey is that we can be hurt by people you know well-meaning people we can be hurt by these beautiful christians that we walk along with we can certainly be hurt by people who are non-christians we can be we can just be hurt
0: sure and you're not even saying that intentionally hurt absolutely sometimes people just not knowing i mean because god is the only one that knows our hearts and knows our thoughts and our and our true feelings and so a lot of times we get hurt unintentionally.
2: Absolutely. Because sometimes people forget something. They may forget our birthday or they forget you know who we are or they forget that our favorite um, ice cream is chocolate. And I know those are minimal hurts, but they can still lead to this decision that somehow you don't care about me. And sometimes their intentional hurts because you do something, someone does something in their brokenness that ends up hurting you. And so, yes, that's unintentional. It's, and if we look at something, if we really look at all hurts, someone may say they're intentionally hurting you by saying something nasty to you or talking about you behind your back, which those may seem more intentional. But we have to remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the powers and principalities of darkness. So really, anyone who hurts us, we're wrestling not with that person individually, but with the powers and principalities of darkness. And so forgiveness in that place, although it's hard, and I'm not trying to make it sound easy, I'm saying forgiveness, if when you look at it from Jesus' perspective, I believe he was able to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because he didn't look at each individual person as what they were doing this intentionally. They were looking at, he he looked at it as this is something that's happening because of the brokenness and the darkness of this world we live in.
0: Right. And so I'm just wondering, how would a person know if they have forgiven?
2: Well, I think a person knows they've forgiven when they truly don't carry anything else with them any longer. They can walk in into that person's life. They can still see that person and there's nothing that nags at their heart. Right. There's nothing that says, I can't really fully trust this person. And I know trust is a hard thing and we'll talk a little bit about trust because some people might say, well, I can forgive someone, but I can't, I can't trust them. You know, maybe you've been hurt by a spouse who had an affair, or maybe you've been hurt by a child who stole money from you, or, you know, maybe you've been hurt by someone who who killed someone by accident in your life through a drunk driving accident. And so I'm not saying it's, it's easy to forgive. I'm just saying that I believe part of what God calls us to is forgiveness comes when you can truly say, I no longer hold anything against you.
0: Well, and that's, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about, you know, in the love chapter where it talks about, you know, love is the, love is long suffering. You know, one of the things is, is love keeps no record of wrongs. You know, that always gets me. Every time I, every, every time I read that chapter, I think of love keeps no record of wrongs. That is so powerful.
2: That's a powerful chapter. I truly try to stay away from that chapter because it's way too convicting.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's true. But it is. It is just a hard thing. And so when I I think about that and I think, wow, you know, I've forgiven this person, but you know what, I won't forget. You know, that's – I was thinking earlier about how, you know, sometimes we in our ministry we work with folks and we say – you know, set up a memorial. Go go pick up a rock or go set up, um, go find something, a stick or a stone sure. or something, and keep it somewhere and say, I'm setting up this. And there's a verse in the Bible. I'm not sure where it is right now. But I'm setting this up to remind me of where God has... Has taken me.
2: Yes, where,
0: you know, a lot of times in the Bible, God would say,
2: this is, go and set up an altar, go set up a marker. Something that says, this is the day the Lord has done something in my life.
0: Right, and so I was thinking earlier, you know, sometimes that I won't forget sounds to me like that memorial thing. You know what, I forgive at this point, but I'm setting up this marker in my heart to remind me that I'm not going to forget. And that, to me, it's like how can you, how could we, and I'm not saying you to anybody in particular, but I'm just wanting people to think about how can you do that and say that you've forgiven. I mean, it's just really hard. Absolutely. Forgiveness is not an easy thing. It's, I mean, that's, it's a completely selfless thing because you just put your feelings aside you put aside saying you're going to hurt me or I'm afraid you're going to hurt me you know
2: absolutely and and I always think you know what would happen if if I ever turned back to that person who said I can forgive but I won't ever forget I always want to ask and I sometimes have asked if I if I'm close enough to that person to ask what would happen if you did forget you know, what would happen in your life if you truly did forget what you're holding right now?
0: Well, you'd probably run the risk of not having any bitterness to hold on to.
2: That's right. And you also may not be able to hold on to any self-protection anymore.
0: Well, no, that's true.
2: Because sometimes the reason why we hold on to our memory of what someone has done is so we don't ever forget that they might do it again.
0: As a protection.
2: Yes, as a shield. At least we think it's a shield. It's a it's a shield that says, at least I will never be that foolish again to let you do something to hurt me. And yet, I would offer to folks that that holds back a part of their heart. Because when your heart is shielded over with a vow like that that says, I won't ever forget, then that says, I have the right to hold whatever you did against you still which is not true forgiveness. And I really hope that people are grasping this. Hey, folks, we are a listener-supported ministry. We are a a call-in show. If you like what we talk about, you're welcome to go to our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Go to the Donate button. If you'd like to sponsor a show, you can give any amount. It'll help to go towards defraying the cost of the show. We are also a call-in show, so we'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have some comments about this. Maybe you don't really agree. I know most, (laughs) a lot of the times we talk to folks who say, "You may, uh, I may forgive, but I won't ever forget." There's some anger there. It's like, "How dare you ask me to forget?" You know, I'm okay with forgiving, but how dare you ask me to forget? And so if you'd like to call in, if you have some comments or if you or something's triggering, you know, just some feelings or some thoughts you may have, you're welcome to call in. Our number is 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Well, and I was just sitting here thinking when you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, there are times, you know, when we, there's folks that sometimes it's like, wow, you know. Sometimes you just have to look at giving up. You know, you're you're remembering this moment, you know. Because I've even been there. I've been there where it's like, I am not gonna forget this. I mean there's times I've gone and I get up I get my little notepad and I make notes of of what was even said, you know. We do. We don't have a perfect marriage. Sometimes we do have arguments. And I think I am gonna re Yeah, he's perfect. But there are times that I think, I'm going to remember that because it hurt me that you said that. And, you know, and it's like, why would I do that? I would do that because at some point I'd want to maybe bring it up to remind you that you hurt me. And, And And that's not my right.
2: Right. And sometimes it's even that I want to write that down so I'll remember just how much you hurt me today. So maybe I can remember that you're not very trustworthy and you don't really care. And then we start to put those things in a basket. And then before we know it, we are carrying around this basket that we say we've forgiven. But have we really? Right. I mean, have we really let go? Because truly, when you say, I will forgive, but I will not forget, then you are still holding a piece of that that says, I won't ever let that go. And if you were to forget it completely, then your heart might be freely open to love that person again.
0: Well, you, just, you would just experience freedom.
2: That's right. Freedom in loving them, freedom in accepting them, because if you're not holding something against them, a remembrance of what they've done wrong, then you're more able to hold your heart open towards them. Right. You know, that is what true forgiveness is. I think about the verse Matthew eighteen twenty two where Jesus was talking to the disciples about forgiveness. And the disciples said, Master, how many times should we forgive? And he said and one of the disciples says Is that should we forgive seven times? And Jesus answers that in Matthew eighteen twenty two, he says, I tell you not seven times, but seventy times, which is infinite, truly. So what Jesus was trying to say there is we are never meant to hold anything against someone. We are meant to continue to try and forgive. We are, and I say try because I think forgiveness is hard. Forgiveness is a hard step because we like to hold our right to be angry.
0: Right.
2: We like to hold our right to be self-protecting. And, and I just want to throw out a little bit of a, of a challenge there. I think our world has, has confused us a little bit because our world says, get out. Quit letting that person hurt you. Walk away. Don't ever let him do that again. Don't ever let her do that again. You don't have to be in that. Set up a boundary. Set up a rule, set up a a final straw. So the next time he hurts you or she hurts you, you can just walk away. And yet Jesus says, no, how many times? He says 70 times seven. And so the most amazing thing there is, is that yes, and I want to let everyone understand, we acknowledge that forgiveness is hard. Please hear us loud and clear. We have not cornered the market on knowing exactly how to forgive every time. It truly takes an intervention of the king. But it has to be a willingness of our heart to at least say, Lord, I know that you're calling me to forgive. I know that you'd like me to let this go. And I'm just scared to. I'm scared. I don't really know what to do. And I want to be able to hang on to it because you don't understand. It also protects me. You know, it's like you were talking about earlier, you said, um, you said something about, about forgiveness and the sayings that we hear about forgiveness. We had talked about, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. And then you said someone, do you remember the one? I don't remember it either. But, but there's just many sayings about forgiveness and, and, and how people come up with rationalization of why they won't truly forgive. And the, and the adventure of forgiving is, do I really want to allow my heart to be open and free again, to continue to love better, to love well, in spite of what that person has done?
0: Well, I've used this saying one time before, um, we have a dear friend that shares her story and, um. It's a story of forgiveness, where she, she walked on a journey. We all walk on a journey to where we learn to love and we learn to forgive. And, and after we come back from the break, I'd like to also talk about receiving, you know, when you don't receive forgiveness. But anyway, she had this saying, or she has this saying that says, Forgiveness is giving up my right to hurt you back. Amen. And I think that is just it's so powerful because it's like, wow, to give up your right to hurt somebody back. I mean, I mean, I'm just I'm just hoping that people can just kind of grasp the importance in looking at forgiveness, Um, because sometimes I think we just kind of. I think in today's society, even more, you know, it's just everything is so fast and so quick and relationships are quick and fast and communication is. And you know what? You may receive a text and it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to respond to that person ever again. And they're out of my life. Right. You know, or you see something on Facebook, they're not, I'm unfriending them. You know, and I think it's important though, I mean, that we look at that and what's, what does it do to our heart? I mean, we, God calls us to go deeper than Facebook. God calls us deeper than go to instant messaging.
2: Absolutely. You
0: know, and I think that if we don't look at that, you know, we're kind of getting lost in the deeper things that God has for us.
2: Well, and we, we lose out on relationships that God may have for us.
0: Exactly.
2: Because if you're more concerned about a past issue or a past brokenness, and so that's caused you to, to use your your, uh, your sound there that poop, you know, <laughs> it's gone. Poop, it's gone. You know, it's Sorry. like, no, it's great. I love the sound <laughs> effect. You know, um, if you're going to poop, you're out of my life for good. Then you may lose out on something that that person had for you through Christ.
0: Exactly. I mean, Christ through them. You just don't know.
2: And the crazy thing about it is is, is that is, if you really look at it, and I know this may offend some people, but if you if you look at it, it's not meant to offend, it can set up a place of pride in your heart where you say, I have the right to choose to cut you out of my life because I don't like what you did. And then you give no place for that person to have in your life anymore. And that is not true forgiveness. You can say even at that point, oh, no, I've forgiven. I just choose not to have a relationship with that person anymore. And that's not true forgiveness. True forgiveness is is I want to forgive you and I will continue to relate to you. You know, I, I know folks who have had deeply hurtful wounds by people who have walked away from their life and said, you know what, whatever you did, whether they knew it, whether they didn't know what it was, I choose not to forgive you. And so I choose to not let you be a part of my life anymore. And and I've watched the devastation. I've watched the hurt because these people, they long to know what they did so they can make it right. And that's our heart is we tend to want to make it right if we could just Find If we could just get away to get to that person. But when that person says, I have the right to hold this against you, they've cut out any opportunities of relation. Exactly. And so that is what I believe forgiveness can do, is it opens that door again to say, I will forget what you've done. I will not hold it against you anymore. It's like God says, I hold your sins against you no more. Right. And yet, when we choose to hold our someone else's sin or someone else's brokenness or someone else's mistake against them, then we choose to think we're better than God. Right. that our pride tells us I have a right to protect myself. Come back, join us, call us at 340 9585 in my life in
0: my heart His love is done it's part. I let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. I let him in my life and my heart. Your love is done its
2: Welcome back. Part. You're joining us at Healing Hidden let Wounds let Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And I'm Lee Preston and I'm here with my wife Shay. Hi Shay.
0: Welcome back.
2: We're glad to be back. We are talking a little bit tonight about forgiveness and what it is and what it isn't. We're trying to offer some real answers to this great and tough question about forgiveness. We also have a caller on the line. We have Mary. Hi, Mary. You're on the line with Healing Hidden Wounds.
3: Hi. Thank you for taking my call.
2: Thanks for calling.
3: I wanted to share uh, what God had, um, how God restored my relationship with my part of my family my father died in 19 let me see in 2008 and he was a man that had saved and worked hard and had become well-to-do and he had uh, property he had uh, money put away and everything when he died he um my family I have two sisters and a brother When he was dying in in the the house, in his home, um, these my um, my brother and sister and my other sister, they would take things, his uh, belongings, because they knew he was going to die. He had cancer. And they would take things from him. They took money. They took personal pictures and everything. And instead of waiting for the trust to uh, take effect, you know, and um and then get together as a family and um, designate who was going to take what and all. They didn't do that. And my sister and I felt pretty bad. I'll call her my sister B. My sister B. And we felt that although sister B was also participating in taking things that from my father's house. So there was a lot of uh, hurt and there was a lot of um Meant they didn't trust each other. And finally, it ended up that my sister B cut the relationship with the family. And it was a lot of hurt and everything. So sister sure. B and I did not speak to brother A and my other sister. So there was a lot of, it for about a year that went on. And then, I don't know, the Lord spoke to me one day and told me to call my sister um not Sister B, but the other one, and um, Kathy. And um, I called her, and we started... Uh, I live in Texas. They live in California. And uh made arrangements uh, to see each other at um, a restaurant. So I saw her and my brother, and we restored our relationship. And Amen. I forgave them. I forgave them from my heart. And um, now I have a relationship with my brother and my sister again. And I have felt a peace in my heart, because I have not lost my relationship with my my siblings. Amen. And my other sister, she still has not forgiven them, she doesn't trust them, and all this. And she is just very um, sad, um, she doesn't trust them, she doesn't trust anybody. And I feel sorry to see the condition that she's in because she has no peace. Absolutely. And she does say she forgave them, but in <laughs> by the reaction that she has, she she totally disowned them. And myself, I thank God because now I I still speak to Sister B, and I speak to my my brother and my other sister, and I have my family still. Amen. And all because of forgiveness, because the Lord teaches us to forgive.
2: You are so right. You are so right, Mary.
3: And and so that's what I wanted to share. If we forgive, as the word says, to forgive one another, the Lord is going to forgive us too. And the only way we're going to have peace and love is to forgive one another.
0: Well, and Mary, I just want to offer to you, I mean... I don't, I don't know where you all stand, uh, as far as, I know you said that, that some of you are not speaking to each other, but I just want to offer that one of the great things about forgiveness is sometimes it's important to just say, Father, help me to see this person in your eyes. And you know, as you were telling me the story, I was thinking about grief and and sadness when a parent or a loved one has Mm -hmm. cancer or, or, you know, just a pending, you know, their, their life is short, you know, and how it is interesting how families sometimes react and they say families can just be brutal you know, when it comes to, you know, a loved one passing. And that's a sad thing. But I just kind of wanted to offer to you what I kind of sense in my spirit is, you know, sometimes just thinking of that the taking, them taking those things, you know, was somehow trying to fill something in their life, Mm -hmm. you know, something that was going to be missing. And... You know, and it's it's material things, you know, and so it's, Mm -hmm. I understand things have sentimental value, you know, but sometimes it's going beyond that and and loving that person and saying, wow, Father, help me to see their heart. And so I'm just offering that maybe there's just a deep hurt in their life that maybe, you know, they just had a harder time handling. And so that was their choice to try and resolve that. Yes.
2: And I would okay. offer to you, Mary, that, you know, isn't it amazing on top of what Shea said, you know, Jesus brought you to the place of forgiveness, and so you just might be the healing salve that your brothers and sisters all need to keep seeing that, yeah. wow, if Mary can love us all together in spite of what we've done and where we've gone, then maybe okay. there's something there, and that salve just might spread.
0: Amen. Yes. Yeah.
2: So we are so thankful for you calling in. It's a beautiful story of forgiveness I'm sorry that your brothers and sisters are still struggling, but I do pray that salve of forgiveness begins to flow over them as well. Yeah. Thanks for Thank calling you. in, Mary.
3: Thank you for your show
2: Thank you God bless, bless you, God bless you too. You know that is an uh, amazing situation. Grief does do a lot to folks, and I really appreciate what you said because you know when people when people start to take around that time, I really agree with what you said because what they're really trying to take is something that will fill a hole that maybe their dad didn't give them when they were a al- lot, when he was really functioning around them as a parent. Exactly. And so I think that's an amazing way to put that because while they may be taking money or things, what they're really trying to get is something that may mean something to them that they never got.
0: Sure. I mean, and when you're growing up and you have pains, and, and I'm, I mean, even in the best of families, sometimes there's a, you know, there are little, holes that aren't filled, you know, or doubts, you know, Absolutely. about a parent's love or, you know, or whatever that may be. And so, you know, that's kind of like trying to fill that spot.
2: Absolutely. And the most amazing thing is, is this is like real life conversation about what forgiveness is, is it's sitting down and saying, what could be causing that person to be in this place? And so how can I forgive them, Lord? Show me what's going on behind the scenes. Sure. Because forgiveness is not always just, well, I need to make sure that I'm right here. It's sometimes saying, what what are they going through that I need to see? Exactly.
0: Well, and I was just going to share a story, uh, but if you could share the number.
2: Sure. Our call-in number, if you'd like to share your story, if you have a comment, is 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you. You're also welcome to email us at info. At shadowofhiswingsministry.com.
0: Well, I was going to just share a story um, in my own life. You know, I had a, a really dear friend that she became a dear friend as I was going through my healing. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I really don't, I don't know what happened. I don't. She's a great Christian. She's the one that, you know, was started reading a lot of verses to me and kind of guiding me and mentoring me in my in Christianity and those kinds of things. And so it was a really, it was a really, she was an important person in my life and in my healing. And something happened. I don't know. And it's just kind of like she fell off the face of the earth. Absolutely. You know, never wrote to me again, uh, never called, never emailed. I tried writing, I tried calling, you know, to see, you know, and I went through all these questions. Well, you, did I do something wrong? What, I mean, I cried, I, you know, I had all these things. I got angry, I wrote poetry about how angry I was. You know, all kinds of things. And I, I know I know I'm laughing, but it was just kinda like this whole healing thing yeah. was going on. Deeply windy. Yeah, you know, I mean sometimes, you know, I I don't know for the poets out there, you know, I mean you can probably relate that poetry and songwriting and all those things, those come from the heart things, you know, and sometimes it's you know, it's those hurts, you know, that bring the best poetry and songs out. Absolutely. So anyway, I'm just gonna. I was gonna get back to what I was trying to say is that sometimes we're called to forgive, even when we don't know. I mean, I'm just saying I got to a place where I just had to forgive, forgive her. Right. And you know, does it does it make the questions go away? No. She kills, still comes to my mind every so often, she's and still I still. Loved. Sure, she's still loved, and I still have. You know, I get hurt every once in a while, just a kind of a twinge of hurt because just question mark, I don't know what happened. Did I do something wrong? You know, and um, so I'm just offering to folks out there that, you know, there may be a place where, you know, if a parent has passed away that has been abusive to you or um, or a relative or, you know, there's a number of things, situations where you may be called to forgive even if the person is not in your life.
2: Or may never return, whether they're living or dead. Right. And the most, uh, I always liked what you've said about, you know, people I don't think understand. You know, you said at one time you were leading a group for sexually abused women, and you had said something about about a person showing up for group and being there the whole time and then just walking away or not showing up after two or three times you know, you said that is so hurtful because not because you're upset at the person, but because anytime you get to know someone, you give them a piece of your heart. Right. And so that wound is fresh and it's real. And so you may not want to forgive someone who walks away from your life. Right. Because it's real that it's hurt. You know, you've given them a piece of your heart. You've shared with them who you are. And that's in any situation. And I think that's important to remember. Any situation When we get to know someone, we give them a piece of ourselves. That's what God intended. And so, yes, it may be hard to forgive, but it's forgiving in spite of them ever reciprocating that piece of your heart. Exactly. I also wanted to offer one more statement that sometimes people make when when they're in the process of forgiveness. And I've heard people do this before, and I'm just going to throw it out. And it's that statement that people make as they may even stand in church or they, they, call, they, they say to themselves, I, as an act of my will, I choose to forgive this person. And I always think, you know, we have to be careful about just saying, as an act of my will. Because that's not always meaningful. Because it doesn't always say, I really am forgiving this person. It's just saying, I want to forgive this person. I think before we get too much further, I know we have a caller, and I want to uh, I want to take it. But I want to say real quick, you know, the process of forgiveness takes time. You cannot make it just an act of your will, and it also takes emotion. It's like you said, you wrote about it, you wrote poetry about it, you wrote songs about it, you sang about it, you you <laughs> you cried pr- about. I it. I
0: prayed about it,
2: and, too. and she and she prayed about it as well. And I can honestly tell you, folks, she still prays about it because those kinds of things hurt and they don't go away. But it doesn't mean she hasn't forgiven. It's that process of walking through forgiveness that that allows you to 70 times 7 keep forgiving a person who may have hurt you and may continue to hurt you over and over. Jesus didn't say you only forgave a person once. It means sometimes you have to forgive that person every day for a while because they hurt you. We have Kristen on the line. I'd like to take uh, Kristen's call. Go ahead, Kristen. Uh,
4: hi. Uh, good to talk to you all again. I can't help but think uh, this has been a topic at a lot of my my meetings, my 12-step program. And uh,
2: Yes, Kristen. Uh, I remember you called uh, in uh, with, before. Pardon me? I remember you called in before.
4: Yes. Um, resentment is the number one reason that uh, alcoholics go back out and drink. Um and that's why it's such an important part to do an inventory sure. of the people that you are that you have resentment towards. And then eventually you realize what your part in it is, which is actually the only thing that you can do something about. And then, you know, making those amends and whether the person forgives you or not is irrelevant. It's that you need to be willing to to let it go. And and that's why it's called resentments because it's refeeling the the hurt every time. But that's exactly what Shay was saying that her friend mentioned. It's a, you know, I have to give up whatever right or justification that I think uh, I have at being angry with you because, you know, they also say that resentment is me drinking poison, hoping that you'll die.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And
4: and that's it's true because there's a lot of times I've found out that the people I'm upset with had no idea, but I ruined weeks and months of my life stewing and ruminating over over this issue, and they they were living rent free in my head. That's also something you commonly hear in the program. I like room. that
0: one. That's cool.
4: Yeah, and and I don't. I don't want to do that today. You know, alcoholism and my, my marriage has already taken so much from me, or I gave it so much. I don't know we, either way, but, uh, I choose today to not give the enemy any more of my peace and my serenity and, and my joy. And I have that choice now. Now that I'm sober, I, I can make that decision, um, each day, you know, we do the Lord's Prayer at every meeting, and one of the parts in there is, you know, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And I, I believe that um, to the measure and the extent that you met out forgiveness, it is is the amount that you're going to be shown forgiveness. And I don't know about most people, but it's mind-blowing what what uh, a pure God has, you know, it well, away from me yeah, our know, you, guilt.
2: You bring up a good a good point, Kristen, about forgiveness really isn't for that other person. It's really for right. your own heart. Right. It's really for us trying to say, you know what, Lord, I choose not to hold this against that person. Exactly. And I want to let it go and I want to be free. And I will continue to love that person and I will continue to allow them in my life if they will. But if they choose not to, it it won't change my forgiveness. I still love them, I still forgive them, and I'll keep the door open if they decide to come home.
4: Yeah, and that's what I've had to do with my, my ex. We've, you know, he went ahead and went through with the divorce and, and, uh, you know, I just, I get caught up in moments trying to understand why it happened and what he possibly could be thinking and, and I just have to remember that he's, sick too he doesn't have you know the awareness that i had
2: absolutely so, well then if you leave that door of forgiveness open you know we've we've seen god do some pretty amazing things absolutely. so you just never know what he can do when forgiveness is still there and working thanks yeah, I'm so glad much he
4: didn't give up on me that god didn't you know shut the door on me
2: <laughs> amen he never shuts the door on us and he always says keep the door open because
4: yep, his mercies are new every morning
2: that's right and as forgiveness works in our life and as people begin to see it, you never know what God can reconcile.
4: Yes, and I, and I agree with what you're saying, too, about how uh, forgiveness is a choice. Just like, I mean, it is a, sort of an emotion, but just like love, they're both action words. And they take a conscious effort on our part to, you know, every time that thought comes up, you have to take it captive and say, no, the truth is, I forgave this person. and That's and right. Then,
2: and no, you know Lauren. i would take it a step further i would say every time that thought comes up i would offer to people to say to take that thought and really pray about it and say okay lord you know yes i can take it captive but but is there anything else residual still there is there anything else lord you'd like me to see that's keeping me from fully forgiving this person if there's anything left and it's like shay said praying about it writing about it you know, journaling, I think journaling's great, although I hate journaling. I've got like eight journals, <laughs> I've got eight journals with about five pages in each one and I always forget where they go and, but it really is cool when you can sit down and I journal most of the time on the computer now and that's allowing us to journal out whatever might still be there. And if you don't find anything, that's great. You just keep taking one step at a time and forgiving each new day.
4: Yeah, and I did that with the program. That's one good thing. Not only do I have people I'm accountable to, but, uh, you after you've done the initial big inventory, you do a daily one, and when you're wrong, you promptly admit things, and it's very freeing, you know, to get rid of the trash that comes up instead of letting it pile up. Because, Amen. Um, you know, resentments are a dubious luxury for normal people, I guess, but for me, they're lethal. And well,
2: and and guess what. Kristen, they shouldn't be around for any of us. They're not. They really shouldn't be because resentments cause a whole bunch of trouble that we don't really know about that goes on beneath the surface. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling. It's so good to hear from you again. God bless you.
4: You too. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye. You know, those are, are great comments, and you know, it brings up the question: Why is why is forgiveness so hard? And I think forgiveness can be hard because we get hurt. And when we hurt, we tend to want to, we just tend to want to isolate and kind of go off to ourself and lick our wounds and be hurt and be angry and want to protect. I think, excuse me, unforgiveness is one of the the things that we use. that's not really protection, but it feels protecting at the time. It's kind of like being able to say, I, oh yes, I forgive you, but I won't ever be around you anymore. Well, that sets up a huge wall of protection, at least it's not very real, and it's not what God's calling us to. But unforgiveness says, I don't have to be around you anymore, which says, I now protect myself from you. If I'm not around you, you can't hurt me anymore, which just shut the door for any kind of relationship there. And that is not God's best, and that's why I think it's so hard to forgive, because isn't it interesting that Jesus calls us when he says to forgive, He says, I want you to open your heart back up to that person again. I want you to keep coming back. I don't want to come back, Lord. Yes, I want you to keep coming back because there's something here. She's worth it or he's worth it. I see all of my children as worthy.
0: Well, and you're worth
2: it. Absolutely.
0: You know, that's the big thing because, you know, that, I mean, unforgiveness, the root of bitterness is such a... Man, that's a hard thing to rip out, you know, and that's where unforgiveness is. You get that root of bitterness. And so, you know, God's saying, you know what, you're worth more than that. Absolutely. You know?
2: And you know what, you see these folks, and I, I our previous caller, Mary, you know, I, I think about her, her other siblings. You know, when you let forgiveness fester, I'm sorry, when you let unforgiveness fester, and grow deep into the soil of that, uh, uh, near that root of bitterness, it begins to form even harder soil.
4: Exactly.
2: And then you find those people in your life that really don't hang out with anybody. They don't go around many people. They stay to themselves because they just have been, they've used their hurts as their own walls now.
0: Well, because then you begin, unfortunately, and I'm going to try and describe this, but if one person hurts you, you know, sometimes you may meet somebody and they have similarities of the person that hurt you. Absolutely. And so you automatically decide, I'm not going to like that person.
2: And then everybody starts to look the same.
0: Yeah, because they're mirroring off the person that's hurt you before. Sure. They have the same personality. They they look the same. They act the same. They talk the same. You know, and it's just crazy, you know, because then your doors just are shutting, shutting, shutting Anyway and I'd- dear
2: folks then you find yourself alone and sitting in a exactly. room and that's not God's best. And so forgiveness really is for each of us individually. God calls us to forgiveness not for the person we're forgiving but for our own heart. And so I just I just challenge you to really look deep into your heart about forgiveness. Look deeply into your heart about, you know, do I really need to hold this offense against someone? And I think you'll find I don't. And then take that to the Lord and ask him to help you forgive. The great thing that Jesus is always good for is he says, you know what, help me to want to want to. He'll help us to want to want to forgive. Well, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We want to remind you that our our website is www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com info at shadow of his wings is our email contact us We look forward to hearing from you next week. God bless you
1: Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds. Sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do.